In the meantime, there are a lot of people that need to be denounced. And that's why this portion of the show is... The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciations. Ah, yes. Uh, There are a number of folks that uh, have done something which they probably should not be proud of, right? Uh, And I am forced to begin with... No, not Kenneth. I I denounce him privately. No, I'm forced to begin with a, we don't know this person, but it is a mental health counselor at uh, a Volusia County School. Volusia County, it's in Florida. I'm not sure if that's the proper way to pronounce it. Volusia. Volusia, not Volusia, Volusia. I'll see, Matt plays a would-be Floridian. A district mental health counselor at uh, Holy Hill, Holly Hill School in Florida, in Holly Hill. We don't know the name of this person, but this mental health counselor is pressing charges against a 10-year-old student for an unwanted touch. Now, Dave from the Bronx alluded to this in 15 Seconds of Fame yesterday. This district mental health counselor is claiming that a student inappropriately touched her during a hug. The student is in fourth grade. The student is in fourth grade and serving a 10-day suspension. Now, who knows? Maybe there's more that meets the eye here. But what is the worst that this fourth grader could have done in the midst of this hug? What Maybe grabbed, grabbed this counselor's butt or something? Um, that's certainly inappropriate. That certainly might be cause for a suspension. But is it really worth pressing charges? And especially if you're a mental health counselor, shouldn't you be in a position where you're trying to further the mental well-being of the students that you're working with? The student's grandmother and legal guardian, Lakeisha Hollins, said the boy who's being suspended didn't do anything wrong and disagrees with the employee's decision to file charges. She also disagreed with the district's decision to pursue expulsion, though the school notified her on Wednesday that there was not enough evidence to expel him. The grandmother said, quote, we're talking about a 10-year-old being kicked out of school for what possibly could have been an accident. So they're not naming the student due to his age or the district employee, But in my view, this is crazy. In a suspension letter sent to the grandmother, the school district stated that the counselor was in the student's classroom when the class returned from lunch and the 10-year-old boy approached the counselor to hug her. The counselor turned sideways to give a side hug. The student put his left arm around her shoulder and then his right hand, he reached and grabbed her left breast which she had to grab his wrist and remove his hand. The explanation states that the student proceeded to smirk and walk away. He later began yelling and kicking things and stormed off when his primary teacher asked him about the incident. Now, um, this is, if, if, if this was intentional, it's inappropriate. But should it really merit criminal charges? I don't think so. And I think... Of all the people that should understand that, 
And, and and again, I don't want to sound like I'm excusing groping. It's not a joke and not something that should be taken lightly unless it's done by Arnold Schwarzenegger. But um, you're dealing with 10-year-olds here. I, I don't think this is something that should involve law enforcement at all. How about a um, talking to with the grandmother? How about that, right, about boundaries? This is, to me, absurd. So whoever this mental health counselor is, I do denounce you. I must also denounce KFC Germany. You know KFC. They used to be known as Kentucky Fried Chicken. They have issued an apology, but it will not save them from a denunciation. After German fried chicken enthusiasts received a notification on their phones from KFC Germany encouraging them to treat themselves on Wednesday as the anniversary of the 1939 Kristallnacht pogrom was commemorated. Commemoration of Kristallnacht. Treat yourself to more tender cheese with the crispy chicken. Now at KF Cheese, read the push notification to customers' phones. In a statement uh, issued to the Jerusalem Post on Thursday, the fast food chain apologized for the error, explaining that they use a semi-automated content creation process linked to calendars that include national observances. In this instance, our internal review process was not properly followed, resulting in a non-approved notification being shared. Calling the mistake obviously wrong, insensitive, and unacceptable, KFC Germany added that they have suspended app communications while we examine our current process to ensure such an issue does not occur again. So there you have it. Uh, That's a pretty big deal. Offering a special fried chicken deal to commemorate one of the worst anti-Semitic incidents in history. Pretty big deal. I must uh, denounce um, several fans, and many fans, quite frankly, of the Houston Astros. Uh, I am, you know, I'm proud of the Houston Astros. It's great that they were able to win the World Series. But um, the trash cleanup along the Astros parade route could take three days, primarily because of the um, the trash cleanup, all these uh beer bottles and cans and all this trash and litter that the Astros fans who attended the parade were responsible for. Now, I'm all for celebrating, and I recognize that sometimes somebody might drop a piece of paper or even a soda, maybe a beer, but it sounds like this is just, they trashed the the city, uh, you know, apparently. And uh, I think that is way inappropriate, and uh, it makes all baseball fans, all enthusiastic baseball fans, look bad. So I don't approve of this at all. You know, for years, the Astros fans were known for banging trash cans, right? That's what their thing was. That's what they do. I think maybe they should, next time the Astros have a major celebration— Think about using some of those trash trash cans. So uh, that's that. All right. Um, I also must denounce these um, 
writers at Saturday Night Live that are poised to engage in a boycott over Dave Chappelle hosting the show. Now, to me, this is crazy. We're, New York Post reporting that some staff writers, and this has been denied elsewhere, so who knows if this is right, but if it is happening, I'm denouncing this. Uh, the New York Post reporting that some staff writers are so furious that Dave Chappelle, who's made so-called transphobic and homophobic jokes, has been chosen to helm the iconic show that they are sitting out the episode. They're not going to do the show, but none of the actors are boycotting. To me, when I saw that headline, all I could think is what spoiled, entitled brats these people are. Who are you? To boycott. You're there to do a job, write jokes. Maybe if you concentrated a little bit more on writing jokes, maybe the show would be a little funnier and you wouldn't need to bring in comedians like Dave Chappelle. You know, I, I'm going to try and watch Saturday Night Live this weekend because uh, I think Dave Chappelle, a lot of his humor is on point. But uh, I think this is, uh, this is insane. Do you know at, at WABC in New York, the radio station, you know, that we're on there, Almost the entire station lineup is controversial. Can you imagine if somebody at that radio station said, oh, yeah, I'm boycotting. I don't like this person or that person. I'm boycotting. You think they'd have a job the next day? I hope Lorne Michaels and NBC tells this person or whoever's boycotting, whether it's two people or 20, I hope he tells them where to go. I must denounce these Rikers Island correction officers who have been arrested on federal fraud charges stemming from a long-running investigation into sick leave abuse. These, these correction officers are no brain surgeons. They not only um, abused sick leave and took sick leave for, I think, a year when they weren't sick, they even boasted about it on social media, on, on the Internet. They boasted about their use of taxpayer-funded Paid free time. Here's a quote from Monica Coxum on social media. Yes, at home, still getting paid. Unlimited sick, baby. Get like me. Living my best life. Coxum was out for more than a year claiming a series of injuries, trauma, and illness. Now, it gets better. Her boyfriend, Officer Eduardo Trinidad, posted pictures showing him bowling and installing drywall. Despite claiming that he could not sit, run, or lift anything since going out sick in June of 2021. These two, who, again, as I said, are no brain surgeons, also took trips to Florida, the Dominican Republic, and West Virginia on agency time. There was a third officer arrested, Stephen Kanji, who was producing and marketing his own comic book while out on Department of Correction time, while submitting false doctor's notes for more than a year and a half. Uh, these people are facing up to 10 years in prison. These are three people that I will not be sorry to see go to prison. And uh, who knows? Wouldn't it be the ultimate irony of all ironies if they end up at Rikers? I must announce the state of California, a new study conducted ahead of Veterans Day today, found that California is the worst state in the entire country for military veterans. 
The research conducted by LawnStarter compared 200 of America's largest cities on their ability to serve veterans using metrics such as VA facilities, PTSD recovery programs, housing affordability, and employment and educational opportunities. The study used 37 different metrics and found that Providence, Rhode Island, was the best city for veterans. But um, California, I do denounce you. I must also denounce some sugar substitutes. A new study shows that popular sugar substitutes, I hate this, this is very frightening to me, worsen your memory. Yes, that's right. Using laboratory models, scientists discovered that ingesting FDA-approved levels of saccharin, ACE-K, and stevia, stevia, everybody always thinks stevia is healthy. I think stevia is healthy. I throw it in some of the smoothies that I make from time to time. Early in life may result in many changes to the body, including brain areas linked to memory and reward-motivated behavior. Early life high-sugar diets have already been linked to impaired brain function, but now these low-calorie sugar substitutes, including stevia, same thing. According to recent research, they could have a negative impact on the developing gut and the brain. That is the word from... Researchers from the University of Southern California, Dornsife College of Letters, Arts, and Scientists. So, Ace-K, Stevia, Saccharin, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Democratic strategist Kurt Bardella. Now, Kurt Bardella, much like uh, some of the other people we've been talking about, has apologized for this, but he still gets a denunciation. You know, what a jerk this guy is to say something like that. I mean, again, he apologized, and I'm quick to accept everybody's apology, whether it's Glenn Youngkin, whether it's uh, KFC Germany, or whether it's this schlemiel. Um, He was on MSNBC on Joy Reid's program on Wednesday, and Kurt Bardella was asked by Joy Reid about Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. And she he was asked about the close race against Democrat Adam Frisch. Reid asked him what Boebert might do next if she fails to retain her seat. Now, you'd think he would do something like what I do when asked, oh, what's next for Lee Zeldin or this or that? Well, this is what this joker said. He's so funny. I guess it might be a gain for only fans. Now, Joy Reid laughed like a hyena while Bardella went on to attack the MAGA wing of um, the Republican Party. The comment left uh, former Senator Claire McCaskill stunned. After Bardella's comments went viral on Twitter, he was criticized for the crass joke by other progressives, and he offered a tepid apology. He said, quote, I appreciate your feedback, and when someone from your vantage point weighs in, that warrants consideration and reflection. I'll be more thoughtful about my words in the future. It is never my intention to shame women. I apologize, period. You know... Clearly, it was his intention. Now, Lauren Boebert is uh, a very beautiful woman. I, I have friends. I've never met her, but, you know, I've seen her on television. She looks like a model. And I have had friends that are Republican politicians that have been at events with her. And all they can do is talk about certain aspects of her body. I, I have a, a friend who saw her at an event. He was he was ready to pass out at seeing her legs and her buttocks. I mean, not at all. This guy would have left his wife for Lauren Boebert. And I found his description to be just as sexist as what 
Kurt Bardella did. Here's the difference. What this fella did, and I've heard other fellas do the same thing, in private was done in private. And what Kurt Bardella did was done on national television. To say the the difference between those two things is enormous. And we've talked about this before. Everyone thinks that people that are beautiful, like uh, Kenneth and me, Lauren Boebert, people think that we have it easy, right? And the fact is, a lot of times people discriminate against us because of how attractive we are. And I think this is a textbook example of that happening. By Kurt Bardella saying that she should, uh, g- uh, this would be a gain for OnlyFans, which if you don't know, is a website where you can essentially subscribe to get private pornography, basically. It's sometimes softcore pornography. It's basically demeaning everything she's ever done in her professional life, which I can tell you is substantially more impressive than anything Kurt Bardella has ever done. So, Kurt Bardella, I do denounce you. I must also denounce former NBA player Ben Gordon. Boy, this guy is a real winner, I'll tell you. You might remember him from his time with the Chicago Bulls. He's been arrested for beating up two security guards at the Rock and Roll McDonald's in Chicago on Friday. Chicago police responded to a call of a disturbance at the fast food joint around 328 in the morning. And uh, sure enough, Ben Gordon, 39-year-old man, was being taken out of the restaurant when he punched a 29-year-old male security guard in the face and threw him to the ground. He also pushed a second male security guard to the ground. Both victims refused medical treatment, but Gordon was charged with two counts of misdemeanor battery. Apparently, um, Gordon is no longer in custody, but... uh, you know, we don't know what his deal was in terms of bail. He, this guy has had a long history of being belligerent. In October, he was arrested at LaGuardia Airport after witnesses said he punched his 10-year-old son in the face as they got ready to board a flight to Chicago. Two Port Authority of uh, New York cops and New Jersey police officers were injured during his arrest. In 2017, he was arrested for pulling a fire alarm. In an L.A. apartment building later that year, he was charged with robbery for robbing the manager of a uh, residential complex where he lived. This fella is something. Grew up in Mount Vernon. So those of you listening in Mount Vernon, I hope you're proud. And finally, I must denounce the Taliban. Uh, The Taliban are banning women and girls from using gyms. In Afghanistan. Do you remember when the Taliban took over when the United States left? What did we hear? We heard this was going to be a kinder, gentler Taliban. We heard this was not going to be your your father's Taliban. We heard this was going to be a Taliban that respected women. Well, no. Uh, They are cracking down on women's rights and freedoms like crazy. And the ban on women using gyms is apparently being introduced because people were ignoring gender segregation orders, and apparently women were not wearing the required headscarf or hijab. Women are also banned from parks. The ban on women using gyms and parks came into force this week, according to Mohammed Akef Mahosher. So if you're a woman in Afghanistan, you will not be able to use the gym. You will not be able to use a park. So that's that.
All right. Um, that is uh, that. So Taliban, I do denounce you. That slams the lid on denunciations.